0: So first things first, this is still a literature from home. Mm-hmm. So we did Emma last week, and we I sure did. watched the new Emma. Emma with like uh, yeah. um, a period on it. Emma. Full stop.
1: <laughs> it's a sentence. It's not a name. It's an exclamation.
0: Um, it was really good. Bill Nye Nigh- so with all his screens, amazing.
1: He stole the show. I'm glad that you liked the nightly because. Because at first when I saw him, did I tell you my mom was like, "Oh, he's ugly." <laughs> because he's saw she, one like when she saw eye. the trailer, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you know. Oh, he's ugly. <laughs> <laughs> um, when she first saw him, so there's that. But I thought when I when I watched him, like he was he's a really good actor. The performance was really good.
0: What else happened? And then after Nothing, immediately after Emma, I watched Pride and Prejudice because I oh, was yeah. like, I want to be in, in the that era. I want, I want to be there. Yeah, they had plagues
1: too, you know. They had like cholera and stuff.
0: That's fine. Don't worry about it. And I recently <laughs> watched Little Women 2019 as well. I'm like, I'm oh there.
1: yeah, it's good. I showed my parents and they loved it. My dad was like, you know, it's not the sort of thing I'd pick. Um, <laughs> but it's nice to have a change, you know. <laughs> That was okay, good. I've
0: spoken to your father, and he doesn't sound like that.
1: <laughs> well, I don't know what he sounds like. What do you mean? I don't know. I can't. I can't do an impression of my father. Okay, shall we? Shall we start? Do you want to start?
0: Yeah, we're gonna be doing Dracula. Yeah, what do you uh, know about Dracula's favorite movie?
1: <laughs> oh, is it? Oh, that's so fun.
0: Remember when yeah, you were Gary playing the board game and, and... and the score was on, and you were having a panic attack.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so we were we in the brief like window of like two weeks when it was legal for people to see each other um we in, saw each in each the other state like of victoria crazy. we did see each other and we played the board game um betrayal at house on a hill which is like i highly recommend really fun strategic board game it's different every time and you basically you start off by building a haunted house and someone Sponsor. had the bright idea of putting on scary music in the background to get everybody into the mood
0: well, we put on the <laughs> the actual recommended playlist first of the game. Oh, yeah,
1: on Spotify. Um, but, like, half the people more than didn't know how to play the game. So with all this really intense, No one knew like, how to
0: play the game.
1: Choral children ghosts wailing in the background. It was really hard for everybody to...
0: And that was just Alana. That wasn't even the music yet. <laughs> <laughs> that was just her wailing. <laughs> I'm hosting my own event. <laughs> <laughs> and then also she got drunk, crawled to her bed and threw up in said bed, amazing, oh, all before 11pm wow. on a Tuesday night that's what we <laughs> like to hear yeah and then some of us have work in the morning but yeah. some of us didn't go and that that's was cause
1: me because we screamed saying panic at the disco the whole way home oh my god That was a really fun night actually
0: <laughs> That was great and we played an um night. What we played
1: what which is another board game where you write jokes and sam and Fantastic. i won april first with the exact same joke um do you want to start
0: yeah bro let's fucking do it
1: what do you know about dracula like you've seen the bram stoker one i'm guessing well like not the no, bram stoker the coppola one The not bram stoker's dracula
0: haven't haven't seen it you haven't all i know about oh. dracula is it he's a vampire um. And there's a guy there that's like, "Yo, you a vampire?" And he's like, "Well, <laughs> obviously." And then there's Winona Ryder. Yeah, no reads, and she's right? like, "How's yeah. the vampire?" Um. And I do know it. that it it's it set in what year again?
1: Um. It was written in 1897, and it's set like 18... around
0: then. Yeah, I do know that uh Coke has existed, like Coca-Cola, has oh. been invented in like 1886. Yeah. So it is. Canonically possible that the the guy who's not a vampire is just sipping on a coke while he's <laughs> talking to the, like Dracula. He's just like
1: <sighs> it'd be like green though, wasn't it originally green?
0: I don't green and with cocaine, yeah. So he was having a ball. He's like, I think and you're Dracula vampire, like, <laughs> and
1: Dracula's like, maybe you're just high.
0: <laughs> Dracula's just like, maybe you should stop drinking all that, and he's like, maybe, maybe you should, you should stop, stop drinking <laughs>
1: blood. <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly what happened mm. so um what else do i know gary oldman is dracula keanu reeves is human boy and winona ryder is human question mark lady
1: yeah yeah um i love <laughs> that that movie they had to specify it was bram stoker's dracula because there's been so many draculas <laughs> since Dracula that like
0: Draculite two There's eyes. There's a
1: Dracularium of.
0: Oh yeah! All right, whatever. Now we're just getting too fancy. <laughs> getting um, too big for our like own britches like here. Just
1: calling it Dracula doesn't tell anyone anything <laughs> about this story. Yeah, we should watch Maybe. it after this. But first, let's let's talk about this book. Written by Irishman, Irish civil servant Bram Stoker, um, also a theater manager. <laughs> so Dracula. It's written almost in like a found footage style but not Amazing. it's not footage <laughs> it's it's found
0: like, journals.
1: Yeah, journals, diaries, letters, newspaper clippings. Um oh. he's done it I think just to try and create this sense of suspense like none of the characters really know what's going on. There's like dramatic irony what we can put together the evidence I guess of what's going on from the different parts of the from the different sort of, um, writings that have been collated to form the novel, but the characters kind of don't know what's going on. So that's kind of gives it a sense of suspense and stuff. Um, and we start, the book starts with the diary of Jonathan Harker, an English solicitor. Um, he's just been promoted to solicitor. He's still a little baby. Um, that's, this is Keanu Reeves.
0: What's a solicitor? Like a, like a,
1: like a law clerk. Yeah. Yeah. I think, so barristers are the ones who, like, argue in court and stuff, but I think solicitors are the ones who, like, write stuff. I don't know. I'm not, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not aware. Um, but it looks like he, he's does just stuff for, for people. And that's his job. <laughs> he does
0: stuff for people. <laughs> that's it. Reeves, doing stuff for people.
1: And at the moment, he's traveling to Transylvania to do a job for a people. Um, And it starts off like part travel journal, part food journal. (laughs) He like writes down like the different, you know, exotic dishes that he eats, and he's like, "I must remember to get a, to get a recipe for my fiance Mina when I, (laughs) when I see her again."
0: Um, Oh, he's got a fiance. He's got
1: a fiance named Mina.
0: Nina. I'm guessing that's not Mina. Mina with an M. That's not Wimina Ryder? It is, it, it, is, it's it like... is.
1: But she's a really, really different character in this. Then. They kind of make her oh, okay. way more interesting for the movie. No offense, Bram Stoker.
0: Oh. Yes, offense. He's like,
1: full offense! <laughs> he catapults <laughs> He's out of his grave. turning his grave. In his grave. <laughs> Irish grave. Same Apparently he was corpses. like a big jock-looking guy with like red hair. Red hair. Yeah, he was Irish.
0: He was a wee ginge.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, he was a big ginge. He was a big guy.
0: He was a big, oh yeah, he was a... Woo, Jin I don't know the opposite opposite of we.
1: <laughs> Woo.
0: Woo. Um
1: so he's on his way to meet a wealthy Transylvanian noble. A man called Count Dracula. Who is Ooh. who is interested in purchasing some real estate in London.
0: Is he counting stuff at this point? Is he like one house, two house, three <laughs> house? <laughs>
1: he's, he's looking forward to counting counting stuff. At the moment, he's just got the one castle, and kind of gazes wistfully out the window, thinking about how if he had more he'd be able to count them.
0: Oh, that's true. Uh, he could count, like, um... No, you're right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so on his way there, Jonathan checks into a host hotel in Bistritz, where he gets a letter from the Count Oops. welcoming to the beautiful Carpathian Mountains, and telling him to get the next day's coach to Borgo Pass. Where the count will get a carriage to pick him up and take him to the castle. When Jonathan's leaving the next morning, the innkeeper's wife tells him that the following day is St. George's Day, when, quote, all evil things in the world will have full sway.
0: Great. What day is that? Just out of curiosity. Um it's <laughs> it's today. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Um, so- but officer <laughs> Bram Stoker said,
1: um, so she gives him a crucifix. And at first he's like, ill cause he's a Protestant, <laughs> <laughs> Ew. but then again, he's kind of like tickled by the attention, you know, as we all would be. So he leaves <laughs> it around his neck. Um, <laughs> You know, like when someone comes up to you and is like, you're going to die. And you're like, oh, stop it.
0: <laughs> well, no, it kind of reminds me of like him going on holiday and someone gives him a lay and he's like, oh, it's tacky, but whatever. <laughs> I kind of like it. <laughs> <laughs> Holidays. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm glad we don't have to cast this because it's literally just Keanu Reeves. Gary Oldman. Winona enough.
1: Later. Keanu Reeves does such a bad job <laughs> I love what? him. I love him. I love him. But he is an American and he cannot, he's not an English man. He's, he's Ted.
0: Uh, he's, he, he's Neo. <laughs> he's John Vivic. Vivic, Like the Vivic. <laughs> oh my God. Talk about great movies. Yeah, right? true.
1: Um, okay. Sponsor so
0: Sponsor us.
1: A bunch of peasants crowd around Jonathan as he approaches the coach freaking him out even more, um, as he's able to make out a couple weird words that he looks up in his phrasebook later, and turn out to mean vampire and werewolf, and all manner of spooky business.
0: As the coach pulls
1: out, everyone makes the sign of the cross, and the sign warding against the evil eye. So, his journey in this coach starts out nice and picturesque, but as the night begins to fall, the other passengers on the coach urge the driver to pick up speed. Right, because I guess they're f- afraid of being out at night on this night when like all the bad stuffs out.
0: He's on the train. They're trying to make it go faster, and they're like, "That's not how trains work." No, 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 it's
1: not a train. It's a it's a carriage. They're all in a carriage together. Oh. You know, like um, like the beginning of uh, the favorite.
0: <laughs> oh my God! Okay, I'm yeah. there now.
1: Okay, so they're all urging the driver to go faster. Um and he's like, sure. And so he like whips the horses into a frenzy and they're like, ow, ow and they're barreling down the windy mountain road. Was that the horses that was or the, horses.
0: the the Okay.
1: <laughs> you know how horses do. Ow, ow <laughs> All right, I'm going faster. Jeez. <laughs>
0: I'm going as fast as I can.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the other passengers start offering Jonathan little tokens, which he assumes are to ward off evil when they get to the borgo pass at last no one is there to pick up jonathan
0: oh he was snug
1: (laughs) and the other passengers are like oh bummer no one's here you better just come with us (laughs) (laughs) Uh, let's go look at that As just as the driver offers to bring him the next day a small black carriage arrives with big gorgeous black horses the driver awesome. of this little black carriage has his face obscured by a ble- big black hat. Jonathan Bruh. boards and they're off again. And he gets the impression that as they ride, so it's just him now in this, in this small black carriage just by himself. Um, he gets the impression that as they ride, it's taking too long and they should have gotten there by now. And as he looks out, <laughs> he thinks they might be covering the same ground over and over again.
0: Ooh, yeah kind of spoopily doopily mm-hmm. also paranoidly doing <laughs> it's fine yeah it works yeah. don't worry about it
1: at one point jonathan sees a flickering blue flame burning somewhere in the trees <laughs> the driver pulls over without a word gets down and goes to inspect the flame before returning to the carriage and continuing on his way this happens a couple times
0: are we just not gonna bring up the fact that the trees could be on fire? Uh, I think He's it's like, like a little,
1: like a little will o' the wisp kind of thing. Is the impression that I got.
0: So I'm guessing these w- little flames are like, uh, like a, like a. Oh my God, what's the word? Like a path?
1: Um, sort <clears throat> of. It's explained later, so I'll just put a pin in that for the moment. Okay. At one point, the driver gathers a few stones. Um, around one of the flames like he's marking the
0: spot where it is Ooh. he's handsome and griddling yeah a
1: little bit Jonathan thinks he can see the fire through the man's body at one point but then he's like oh I'm imagining it eventually yeah
0: that's not how fire works bro Yeah.
1: eventually very skeered. Jonathan finally arrives at a big old gothic castle on a cliff castle Dracula we're here nice after waiting for a long time, Jonathan is finally met by the Count and welcomed inside. So the Count is a tall, thin man with very pale skin, clean-shaven, except for a long Gary white moustache. And he is clad in all black. So it's a little bit this different from Old the man, Gary like. Oldman version. Gary Oldman has like weird heart-shaped Tudor hair and like a big red silk robe like he's Cardinal de Richelieu or some shit.
0: Ooh, history burn. <laughs>
1: aw <laughs> oh, hurts my feelings I thought it was a good good
0: burn it's good for the history people Yo. um doing, yeah. doing it for that crowd <laughs>
1: yeah. when they shake hands Jonathan is impressed by the unexpected strength of the count's handshake though his hand is ice
0: cold <laughs> <laughs> he's just like ow <laughs> maybe he's just weak <laughs> <laughs> Still, the
1: greeting is very warm, and Jonathan's fears melt away now that he is in the company of the rich aristocracy and safe from the dirty peasants. Oh, okay. Dinner inside is laid. That was a bit of editorializing. Dinner inside is laid out, but the Count apologizes and says he ate earlier, um, so he's not hungry anymore. But we'll hang out with Jonathan oh. while he eats.
0: That's not creepy at all. <laughs>
1: There's a roaring fire in the fireplace, and it's nice, and they chat long into the night. Jonathan notices other weird things about the Count's body, such as pointed ears and extremely sharp-looking teeth, which weirds him out a little bit.
0: Oh my god, that's literally a Little Red Riding Hood. Like, <laughs> Are you a wolf? No. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a little bit. Okay, where am I? When he wakes the next day, Jonathan uh. finds a note from the Count, excusing himself for the day as he has Count things to do count
0: counting (laughs) is that what the (laughs) notes just off on some count errands don't look in the coffin in the basement don't worry (laughs) about it
1: (laughs) jonathan enjoys a heavy eastern european meal for breakfast Uh, um and he wanders around for a bit
0: was there like a description because i would like to hear what the no there wasn't unfortunately
1: i don't think that i recall
0: it's probably just, like, a continental hotel breakfast. Just, like, boiled eggs in a pile. And then there's, like, you know, cut up fruits. And, um, you can choose between, like, wheat bix and, like... That's not nutrients. heavy. Heavy would be, and like, then...
1: sausage and... Stuff. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that's heavy. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's what I call heavy. <laughs> Sausages and Stuff. <laughs>
1: He comes across no servants when he's wandering around the castle. But he explores his bedroom, um, which is quite nice, and the room adjacent. The furniture is expensive, and there are rich tapestries and fabrics, and a library filled with, he is delighted to find, English
0: books. Books?
1: <laughs> Even. Well, where are they like, that English- it wouldn't be English? Well, they're in Transylvania. Is that a real place? I think so.
0: Elena? <laughs> Are you nodding because it's a real place or are you looking it up?
1: Yeah, like I, I said, it's doubles. real. Um, I knew that. So they... Did you? It even has English phone directories. Ooh. So it's like, yeah, he's he's been making a very, very detailed study of the country where he's planning to buy his holiday house. Yeah, of course. Um, Jonathan a- notices also that there are no mirrors anywhere in the castle. And mainly because he's a bit annoyed, he's going to have to use his little traveling pocket mirror to shave.
0: <laughs> he's just like, oh, but I'm so cute.
1: Jacula <laughs> comes back in the evening and they hang in the library and he talks to Jonathan about England and how he wants to learn the inflections of English speech. He's like practicing his English <laughs> with Jonathan. It seems that his ultimate goal is to be indistinguishable from a native of England if someone would meet him on the street there. They wouldn't be like Ugh, well you're him weird being corner. a
0: vampire would probably oh. <laughs> you know the pointed teeth and the pointed ears yeah but he would like, be like Ugh. hello
1: <laughs> I'm Dracula <laughs> no relation
0: <laughs> <laughs> no relation to the vampire <laughs> <laughs> no, like did you say vampire
1: no <laughs> no I am a stockbroker
0: <laughs> I love stock I um Proc- can you just remind why is Keanu Reeves up there again?
1: He's he's helping Dracula purchase the house, so he's there to like give him papers yep. and stuff. Yeah.
0: Okay, got it.
1: Mm-hmm. Awesome.
0: So he traveled from England to fake Pennsylvania.
1: <laughs> fake Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Okay. Um, and he's like, oh, yeah. a little holiday, but also like work. You know, I get paid, so it's nice. It's nice for me, or is it? Nice. It's not.
0: Okay, keep going. Jonathan asks Dracula um, about
1: some of the weird superstitions of the area, trying to get a read on what the weird peasants he met on his journey. Um, were, we're talking about, like, for example, he asks him about the fire, and the count's like, "Ah, uh, the um, the locals believe that on Saint George's Day, these little fires appear to show buried treasure." Ooh. From, um, from, like, all the bazillions of medieval wars and stuff that happened in these mountains, you know, like, kings and stuff were killed, and then their treasure is buried somewhere around there, and, but no one goes out to find the treasure, because it's St. George's Day, and it's full of evil demons and creatures.
0: I would find a treasure.
1: You would, you're, you're not scared.
0: Not scared. Not scared of no ghosts, so oh, I actually am. <laughs> you are. Oh. I need Nicolas Cage from National Treasure to assist me.
1: <laughs> Jonathan tells the Count about his new house. So, it's an old rickety mansion in London called Carfax. It's dark and gloomy and isolated, and next door to an old chapel on one side and an insane asylum on the other. Great. Perfect. <laughs>
0: Perfect location. Like, there'll be <laughs> screaming from either side. <laughs> like, any side you choose, there will be some form of screaming.
1: It's like me right now. We've got jackhammers on both sides of the house. Really? Oh, yeah, that's Oh wait, it's
0: Sunday, so they shouldn't be.
1: No, we're we're good today. Okay, but back to Dracula.
0: Oh, yeah. Bacula.
1: <laughs> Bacula to Dracula. They chat long into the night, but the Count leaves abruptly before daybreak. <laughs> He's got count oh, things okay. to do. He's got
0: count things. He's like, um, don't worry about it. It's not the sun or anything. It's just, you know, it's, it's how we do it in Transylvania. It's yeah. fine.
1: <laughs> the next day, Dracula interrupts Jonathan shaving, and Jonathan accidentally cuts himself when he starts in surprise. Mm. As he hadn't seen the couch, the couch, <laughs> he hadn't seen the count approach him in his little shaving mirror. When he Ooh. sees the blood on Jonathan's neck, the count lunges towards Jonathan's throat, which is also surprising.
0: <laughs> he's just like, bro. Oh. bro this is kind of weird.
1: <laughs> in his attack, however, the count touches the crucifix that still hung around Jonathan's neck, and he draws back oh. as if he was burned.
0: He then. If ended- I was Jonathan, I'd be just so weirded out by now. Just like didn't see him in the mirror. He's freaking out over that I cut my little neck over shaving, and now he's like recoiling against my cool Christian lay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the crucifix is. I love that. It's on just count things, yeah apparently.
1: Yeah, and so he enigmatically warns Jonathan against cutting himself. Um <laughs> quote in this country. Um, presumably while wearing a t shirt that says I'm a vampire. <laughs> uh,
0: no, I'm a vampire, then there's like a little thing that says not. <laughs> I'm not a vampire. <laughs> Or, like, he, he looks into the camera, like, on the office, like...
1: <laughs> <laughs> the Count also says something about how mirrors make people vain before throwing Jonathan's out the window, which annoys him almost as much as the whole lunging for his throat thing. <laughs>
0: I I need that to shave. What the fuck?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna look scruffy now. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Jonathan eats breakfast alone, thinking about how he's never seen the Count eat or drink. <laughs> He's suspicious that there might be something hinky about the Count. So he goes yep. wandering again through the castle, only to discover one locked door after another. Dracula told him he could go anywhere except where the doors were
0: locked. All and, of them, like, apparently. And now all of
1: them are locked. And he's like, oh, I'm a prisoner.
0: <laughs> I cannot go anywhere. I- <laughs> and his mirror's gone. <laughs> I can't this shave.
1: Sucks. I have nothing to do.
0: This vacation sucks.
1: <laughs> they have another nighttime chat. Dracula quizzes Jonathan about England and brags about the medieval battles his family fought as if he'd been there himself. Ooh. Over the next few days, he instructs Jonathan to write letters to his fiance and his employer, telling them he will extend his stay in Transylvania by a month.
0: Nah, bro, I ain't.
1: He does as he's told, mainly out of fear. Oh, no. <laughs> as Dracula goes to leave... The Count cautions Jonathan against falling asleep in the castle in any room except his own.
0: Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) Jonathan hangs his crucifix above his bed and sets out to explore the castle. (laughs) Oh, and then the creepiest thing happens. This is the thing that creeped me out the most. Looking out a window, he sees Dracula crawling down the sheer face of the castle headfirst.
0: Nah, bro. Like a lizard.
1: And this makes him wonder what sort of creature the Count is.
0: Are you oh my god, this fucking guy, he's just like, it's kind of weird, but it's alright. <laughs> like, the breakfast is like sausages and shit, so, um. Yeah,
1: that's alright. I mean, pretty... I kind of miss my mirror, but.
0: <laughs> like, I guess I can just, like, freestyle it, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, some of the copper is kind of reflective, I can always, oh, like, the back <gasps> of the spoon.
1: <laughs> One evening, yeah, Jonathan. This guy has no Sorry. sense
0: of danger. Sorry, I'm just saying He has he's... no
1: sense of danger. I think he's slowly catching on. Um,
0: Really?
1: Yeah, with the whole lunging at the throat. One evening, Jonathan, in a sort of tantrum, uh, forces open a locked room. It's full of gorgeous furniture. Puts him in mind of a lady's chambers and like a beautiful young medieval lady writing letters to her knight. BF. um, That's kind (laughs) of what it makes him think of. So he likes the place and makes him feel a little better. And he settles down on a couch and falls asleep there.
0: Oh, no. Oh, he's like a little boy that's like, oh no, he fell asleep in a flower and the the witch is going to get him. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Now, what happens next? Jonathan isn't sure is or isn't a dream. It seems like three beautiful women materialize out of the dust in the air. Two are dark-haired and one is golden-haired. All three of them have luscious red lips and sharp-looking teeth. As they approach him, he feels a wicked burning desire that they should kiss him and one of them, the blonde one, leans down and puts her lips on his neck. Just then, Dracula swoops in to save him, and among other things, tells them that when I am done, you shall kiss him at your will. But at the moment, no smooches, only real estate for Jonathan.
0: What's happening there?
1: However, as a sort of consolation prize, the Count hands over a big old sack with something squirming and whimpering inside What Jonathan figures to be a... Is that Winona Ryder? (laughs) Even smaller. Even smaller, if you can imagine. Um, It's what Jonathan figures to be a small, half-smothered child. The women Mm -hmm. seem to disappear into the dust with the sack of child. Um, (laughs) Sack of child? (laughs) As Jonathan drifts off into unconsciousness again. Oh, no. He wakes up in his own bed, unsure whether last night was a dream or not. Several days later, Dracula asks Harker to write three letters to his fiancée and employer and to date them June 12, June 19, and 29, even though it is
0: currently Ooh. only
1: May 19.
0: The ca- yeah, I know,
1: that's creepy, isn't it? The Count. Inst- that's,
0: uh, someone's gonna kill you.
1: <laughs> the Count instructs Jonathan to write that he has left the castle and is safely on his way home. Jonathan's like, oh no.
0: Finally, yeah.
1: <laughs> Meanwhile, a group of um, what Bram Stoker calls gypsies come past the castle, and Jonathan tries to communicate to them from the window and slips them a letter to Mina, like a real letter to Mina, through the bars. And they're like, "Okay." <laughs> like,
0: they're like, it sure? "Sure." Yeah.
1: <laughs> like they don't they don't speak English, so they're like, "Hey," they just give him like a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, figure guns. Jonathan. Oh, that night, Dracula casually produces the letter that he tried to sneak out to Mina uh, no. from his billowy black robes, saying, now this I'm sure you wouldn't have written, as it is a vile outrage to friendship and hospitality. Oh. Um, and he burns the letter, and Jonathan again is like, oh, no. Damn it. A couple weeks pass, so it's now mid-June. More gypsies arrive at the castle, and Jonathan sees them unloading large wooden boxes from a wagon. Uh Uh-oh. Some of his clothes, especially um, his traveling clothes, disappear from his closet.
0: That's not good, is
1: it? No. No. I don't think you could say anything that's happened so far has been good.
0: Uh, The hot naked ladies seems pretty good, I guess. (laughs) Until they tried to eat him. And the breakfasts are good. The
1: breakfasts are good. They sound great. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, like hotel room service. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's not really room service. He has to go down to the buffet hall with all the other families whatever. But, <laughs> but
1: there's no one else there. It's there's funny. not even any servants.
0: It's just there. It's
1: like an Airbnb full castle. Just with locked doors so you can't go in some of the rooms because that's where they oh keep there. Oh, my their...
0: God, Sandy. That's yeah. what we should do for your birthday this year. Rent out an yeah. Airbnb castle. That would be amazing. And, like, play a murder mystery game Aww. in there. And someone if has If we lived to in Europe, we die. could. Die.
1: Someone has to me? actually die? No. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> me, me, officer? Someone suggested crazy things.
0: <laughs> Someone sounds like they're draculating over here.
1: <laughs> so he's convinced there's a frame-up going on. He actually sees the Count, wit- and he witnesses the Count creeping down the side of the castle again, wearing his clothes, carrying a sack, just like <laughs> the one Jonathan had seen with the child in it.
0: A sack, a child sack.
1: (laughs) A sack of child.
0: (laughs) One sack of child, please.
1: (laughs) Later that day, a local woman appears at the castle gate, clearly distraught and demanding that the monster return her child to her.
0: Um, He's in the sack, babe. (laughs) I don't know what to tell you. He's sacked off.
1: (laughs) A pack of wolves emerges from the forest and devours
0: her. (gasps) Oh, no. Devours her? Yeah. How the f what? Oh my god, I was gonna say it's like twilight, but it's not.
1: <laughs> no. Desperate now, Jonathan resolves to climb up a portion of the castle wall in order to reach Dracula's room during the day to see what he can discover. <laughs> no. The room is empty except for a heap of gold. Oh. Discovering a dark, winding stairway downwards, Harker follows it and finds fifty boxes of earth, like the ones the gypsies were loading, in a tunnel like passage. He opens several oh of them goodness. and in one of them it's the count. Is he dead? Uh- oh is he asleep? He's definitely freaky so Jonathan runs back up to his room.
0: He's <laughs> dead question mark asleep question mark freaky <laughs> Dick <laughs> full stop.
1: <laughs> On a June 29th, Dracula promises Jonathan that he can leave the next day. Jonathan's like, well, what about now? And Dracula's like, oh, sure, and unlocks the front door for him, just as hundreds of wolves start howling in the woods.
0: Dracula, what the fuck?
1: Dracula's like, hey, have a nice trip. <laughs> and Jonathan's like, wow, actually, I'm super tired. Maybe I'll leave in the morning. <laughs>
0: <laughs> actually, you know what? Now that you bring it up, uh, tomorrow sounds great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Later, he overhears the Count say to someone, tonight is mine, tomorrow night is yours. Presumably, he thinks to the vampire ladies. He's like, "Oh no, well, I'm gonna get eaten, Harker!" Sexy,
0: sharp teeth, lady.
1: Yeah. Jonathan opens his bedroom door to see them. Oh, to so see the three voluptuous women, vampire women, nice. women, uh, before quickly shutting it again. He's like, uh, "He's just remind. like that." But <laughs> <laughs> um. He returns to his room and prays for his safety. In the morning, Jonathan wakes up early and climbs down to the Count's boxes again. Dracula is asleep as before, but looks younger and sleeker, and Harker notices blood trickling down from the corners of his mouth.
0: Oh. Yeah. What a messy eater. Just (laughs) wipe your mouth.
1: Use a napkin, jeez.
0: I know, right? Harker.
1: Jonathan takes up a shovel, meaning to kill the vampire, but the blow glances harmlessly off the Count's forehead. (laughs) That
0: makes for some great comedy. (laughs) Donk. (laughs) Oh, you got it.
1: Harker resolves to take some of Dracula's gold and attempt to escape by descending the castle wall. He signs off his diary, his final entry, with a prayer. Sort of like, wish me luck. But this is where the diary ends.
0: The next part of the story
1: consists of letters and diary entries by and to his fiancée, Minamari. So this is...
0: Oh, the fake letters. All right, here we go. Mm.
1: Mina is a prim and proper English school mistress who is studying shorthand and typewriting. It's her super boring hobby, I guess. Mina's way more interesting friend Lucy writes to her about her love life. She had three proposals in one day.
0: What? Whoa. Oh, yeah. Do you want
1: to hear about them? Yes. Okay, the first was from Dr. John Seward, the hot director of a lunatic asylum in London. Oh no, what? (laughs) Quincy Morris, a hot, rich, American... I've got oil baron? (laughs) Question mark? He's just American.
0: (laughs) He sounds cute. Yeah.
1: Her heart, however, belongs to the hot, rich English gentleman named Arthur Holmwood, who will eventually become Lord Godalming when his dad dies.
0: Oh.
1: And his is the proposal that she accepts. Nice. Now, we go to Dr. John Seward's diary. Remember, he's the uh, hot director of a lunatic asylum. Yeah. And his diary is recorded on the phonograph. And I wrote, imagine owning one of the first recording devices and just using it to tell your problems (laughs) too. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, he admits to being bummed about having his proposal rejected. Things were so high stakes back then. Like You couldn't even ask someone out on a date. You just had to ask them to marry you.
0: To marry you, yeah. yeah. Like, I wonder if uh, it like
1: hurt as much when you were rejected. Or like the same. <laughs> Differently.
0: Um, We can go back in time and ask.
1: Um. Anyway, he distracts himself from his rejection by talking about a new patient okay. of his. A man named Renfield. <gasps> who is super weird and likes catching flies and then catching spiders and feeding the flies to the spiders. And then eating the spiders himself.
0: Ew. <laughs> yeah. Ew. <laughs> okay,
1: back to Mina's journal. She and oh, yeah, Lucy have gone to a picturesque town called Whitby on the northeast coast of England on a holiday to get away from being rich for a little while. Oh, you know, you know,
0: rich people things. Yeah.
1: Um. While they walk around the cliffs, they hang out with this old grizzled ex sea dog. Um. <gasps> yeah, the salty rack, sea dog. What's <laughs> up? The back. Who bothers them? With stories about the town and legends, which he scoffs at because he doesn't believe in silly magic like dumb girls. I'm a little bit drunk when I was writing this. (laughs) I can tell. Yeah. Um, His name is Mr. Swales. Mr. Swales says that most of the graves in Whitby are empty because most of the residents died out at sea. Meanwhile, Renfield is still fucking with animals, but now he's feeding spiders (laughs) to sparrows.
0: And he's eating the sparrows?
1: Yeah, he like bites off their heads at one point
0: nah bro that's a Marilyn manson bullshit
1: (laughs) seward classifies renfield as zoophagus or life-eating
0: oh no um
1: and says he he he's like a maniac who desires to quote absorb as many lives as he can so i think he's like the lives of power the more the more flies the spider eats the more power it has and then the more spiders the sparrow eats the more power it has kind of thing anyway um, no, that's not how that works. He Seward for a kitten, presumably no. to
0: eat the sparrows. <laughs> <laughs> He's like turduckening them. He's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like a power turducken. Yeah. Oh, God, Twink, can you believe it?
1: Yeah, so this is intercut with Mina's diary. Apparently, Lucy has started up again her old childhood habit of sleepwalking.
0: When hanging
1: with Mr. Swales one day, Mina and Mr. Swales see a ship drifting about offshore as if no one were at the helm. As if no one were, like, steering it.
0: The ship was sleepwalking.
1: Yeah, a little bit. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Guessing that the vessel's Russian um, by the look of her, Mr. Swales assures Mina that they will surely hear more about it. Next, we get a couple of newspaper clippings, which reveal that the ship was called the Demeter and that it washed up on shore in Whitby in a huge storm. None of its crew are on board except its captain, who is dead, clasping (laughs) a crucifix and lashed to the wheel. (laughs) (laughs) It's reported that when the ship ran aground, a dog leapt out and ran up the hills, disappearing into the countryside. The only cargo on the ship is a number of large wooden boxes, slated (laughs) to be delivered to a Whitby solicitor. We get some entries of the captain's log on the ship. Apparently the ship departed Varna, which is like a Russian port or something, Um, with little trouble. However, ten days into the voyage, a crew member goes missing. Soon another...
0: (laughs) (laughs) What? I'm just excited for the spoops.
1: (laughs) He's eating your biscuit. Soon, another crew member says he spots a tall, thin man on board who he doesn't recognize as one of the crew. They all search the ship and find no stowaways, but every couple days another crew member disappears. (laughs) A pall of fear hangs over them, and the first mate begins to go mad. By the time they (laughs) reach the English coast, there are only four sailors left.
0: Well, that's not good.
1: A big old fog settles over the boat, preventing them from reaching the harbour. Two more sailors vanish, bringing the total... To four? Wait, what?
0: <laughs> to two. How drunk were you when you wrote this?
1: <laughs> yeah, I was already drunk. The first mate is convinced there's an intruder and goes below to find and confront him only to bust out of the hold and hurl himself into the sea. <laughs> he decides to pass away.
0: <laughs> just <laughs> He's just like, I've seen too much. It's just... <laughs> Gently, Alana's enthusiastically nodding.
1: (laughs) The captain, um, the only man left, resolves to lash himself and his crucifix to the wheel um, to prevent the monster from interfering. He's going to stay with his ship until the end, he decides. Back in Mina's journal, we learn that Lucy's sleepwalking is getting worse. One reason Mina thinks Lucy might be agitated is that old Mr. Swales was found with a broken neck and a look of horror on his face.
0: Yeah, that that would agitate anyone. Mina, you psychopath. (laughs) She's just like, it's just kind of weird that you're so affected by this. Like, he's just dead.
1: (laughs) He was old anyway. (laughs) On August 10th, Mina awakens to find Lucy's bed empty. She goes outside to try and find Lucy, worried about the, you know, cliffs and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Lucy is in the churchyard where they often sat talking to Mr. Swales, reclining on their favorite bench with a dark, tall figure bending over her. When Mina reaches Lucy, Lucy's still asleep, gasping for breath, but the dark figure has vanished. Mina wraps Lucy in a shawl and sort of guides her home without, like, waking her up, is my impression. When Lucy wakes up in the morning, Mina finds two little red points like pinpricks on her friend's Ooh-hoo-hoo. neck and worries that she accidentally pricked Lucy with her safety pin um, when fastening the
0: shawl around Twice. her. Twice? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like, oops, oops. <laughs>
1: Uh, Lucy sleepwalks again the following two nights but Mina has locked the bedroom door which causes the sleeping Lucy to kind of give Good. up and go back to bed she kind of just like uh, <laughs> kicks the and door she's like,
0: she just keeps like <laughs> wamp, like crashing into it like
1: a glitching video game character
0: <laughs> like a Sims character yeah.
1: Um, later, both awake, they go for another walk in the graveyard. As the sun sets, they see a dark figure in the distance there, and Lucy mumbles under her breath something about the red glint of his eyes.
0: Yeah, not weird at all.
1: (laughs) That night, Mina wakes up. (laughs) Mina's like, "Eh. Yeah. Yeah. Just Lucy things. Probably just Hazel Lucy. (laughs) Like,
0: don't worry about it.
1: Um, that night, Mina wakes up to see Lucy sitting up in bed, pointing at the window. Mina Uh-oh. looks out and sees a large bat fluttering in the moonlight. When she turns back to Lucy, she's sleeping peacefully. During the, in like the '40s movie with of this with um Bella Lugosi as Dracula, and like the mm. cool black and white version, the bat is so funny, <laughs> cause it's like. Not even anatomically, it doesn't look like a bat at all. It looks like a muppet, and it's just I'll like it flapping up. against the window, like, uh, uh, like on wires. I'm looking
0: it up. Bella and everything else Lugosi. is played so seriously. Bat.
1: When Mina turns back to Lucy, she's sleeping peacefully. During the next few nights, Lucy grows pale and haggard, as if she's lost a lot of blood or something.
0: <laughs> the punch. <laughs> <laughs>
1: The wounds in her neck have grown larger as well.
0: Surely that's not a safety pin anymore. Is it <laughs> I mean, me, it's uh... like, have I been
1: stabbing her more times with my safety pin in our sleep?
0: <laughs> in, like, the same spot, making it gradually bigger? <laughs> Just
1: stretching it. Um, next, we get a letter from a Whitby solicitor. Whitby solicitor. Ordering the boy, the boxes of Earth from on board the Demeter to be delivered to the estate of Carfax, which you'll recall is the old mansion Dracula purchased next door to the lunatic asylum.
0: The perfect place for a yeah. vampire.
1: <laughs> yeah. Mina reports in her... Do- he actually says something like that. He's like, my love, the dark and the quiet. <laughs> it's perfect for me. I like gloomy But there's places. a church
0: next door. Does he know that?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's fine with that. Mina reports in her diary that Lisa's health seems to be getting better, and she's finally heard from Jonathan. He's in a hospital oh, no. in Budapest, suffering from something Ooh. they call brain fever, which sounds like a made-up 19th century illness. <laughs> so,
0: Brain fever. Brain
1: fever. I got brain fever! Mina prepares That's to leave great. England to find him there and attend him, and bring him back
0: home.
1: Oh. Yeah, they're in love. Or whatever. Dr. Seward back in the nut house which is probably oh problematic. Back in the Ooh. asylum. We're gonna get cancelled Sandy. <laughs> We're gonna get cancelled. Um, he's still talking into his little phonograph about Renfield. The man has grown <laughs> violent and boastful telling the doctor his quote master is at hand. One oh. night Renfield escapes the asylum running next door to Carfax where Dr. Seward finds him Pressing against the door of the little chapel I mentioned earlier. Um, He's calling out to his master and promising obedience. They drag him back to his cell. So now Mina is in Budapest, writing to Lucy that Jonathan is, quote, a wreck of himself and remembers nothing of his time in Transylvania. The nun attending Jonathan, um, this is a Catholic hospital, so it's attended by (laughs) nuns. Thank you. (laughs) So Jonathan's still got his diary. And knows that the cause of his quote brain fever is in its pages. (laughs) He gives Mina the diary, asking her to promise that she won't bring it up, um, or like read it,
0: or like yeah,
1: just don't look at it, unless quote some solemn duty requires it.
0: It's got like a little lock on it, you know, and it's like
1: keep out (laughs) in like glitter pen. Yes. Um, They decide to get married immediately, and Mina seals the diary shut with wax. So you were close. Nice. Um, She just pours wax on it, I guess. Lucy writes to congratulate the new Mina Harker.
0: That's
1: her last name now because she's married.
0: I understand marriage, yes.
1: Mm. Renfield, the crazy man, (laughs) um, is more docile these days, reportedly mumbling, I can wait over and over again. He can wait. He can and he does. A few days later though, he, he escapes again. So can he can he wait?
0: Oh.
1: Um and he runs to Carfax again. Uh, Doc follows with his attendants, and Renfield is about to attack them when he grows calm at the sight of a bat flying in front of the moon. <laughs> <laughs> now we see that Lucy's beginning a diary, because everyone else has one. <laughs>
0: Um, she's just like okay, fine, me too.
1: <laughs> where she writes about bad dreams that she's having, and that something seems to be scratching at her window at night. She's become pale and weak and out of concern. Her fiance Arthur writes to Doctor Seward, asking him to come and examine the woman who rejected his marriage proposal. If it's not too awkward.
0: <laughs> he examines her, and he his um, doctor conclusion. What do you call it? His diagnosis is um, dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> He just, like, walks out. He's just, like...
1: <laughs> Puts his hat back on.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know what this movement yeah. is, but whatever.
1: <laughs> he drops his stethoscope like a mic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is, this is the guy that's been recording his diary, right? Yeah. That's been, like, doing, like, voice memos, like, um, grocery list eggs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, um, Matt Damon in The Martian. <laughs>
0: Oh, my God. It's exactly like <laughs> Matt Damon.
1: <laughs> Let's go. He's a Damon human on Mars. <laughs> and this is this is a, a doctor on Earth.
0: Yeah, exactly like Matt Damon. Yeah, and he's Matt Damon.
1: Um, <laughs>
0: Does he make poop potatoes <laughs> and, as well?
1: And and Ranfield is Ben Affleck.
0: <laughs> I've never heard someone say Affleck in my entire life. Affleck? Yeah, bro. I
1: don't know. I've been in isolation so long. I don't know how words... You don't know. one. 50-50
0: that He chose the wrong side. He did.
1: Um so he comes over. Um he reports that he doesn't know what's going on with Lucy, but if they allow him, he will call up someone um who will his old mentor from Amsterdam, Professor Van Helsing.
0: Oh. Mm. I didn't know he was in this. Oh, I thought yeah. he had his own film franchise. Yeah, he's... I didn't know there was like an Avengers crossover.
1: <laughs> so he, this is this is both of their first book.
0: So oh, yeah. okay. Do you guys remember that movie Van Helsing yeah, from yeah. like the fucking ooze? Okay, so that's my who who played Van Helsing? Who who was Mister Helsing in um,
1: in Bram Stoker's Dracula? Elena, who was it? It was actually Anthony Hopkins.
0: The original one, the the Van Helsing, like, the the standalone? Yeah. The stand-alone, Is there Van Helsing yeah, in the, um, the it, Gary Oldman one? In Gary
1: Oldman, it's Anthony Hopkins.
0: Oh, okay, okay, okay. But yeah, no, the Hugh Jackman one, I, I remember, mm-hmm. I saw that. Yeah,
1: so that's, like, a funny, like, modern... Uh, what if Van Helsing was, like, young and hot? In the book, he's, like, an old man. He's, he's like, a doctor oh. and a professor. He's not, like, a vampire hunter so much. Oh... But he's still cool.
0: Boring. Um,
1: So he comes, he gives Lucy a checkup, and concludes that though he can't pinpoint the cause, she's lost a lot of blood.
0: Brain fever. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Meanwhile, at the asylum, Renfield is throwing out his flies, claiming he's sick of all that rubbish. (laughs) He's going through a phase. Now we begin a long saga of Lucy getting better for a while, then getting worse. They transfuse blood to her. First, oh. her fiancés, Arthur, um, Hallwood.
0: Are they at least the same blood type? Oh my goodness. I don't know.
1: It's 18th century. First, her fiancé transfers, transfuses blood to her, because it's romantic. Um, but then when she gets worse <laughs> again, and he's already given, like, too much blood, um, Dr. John Seward... He's also
0: woozy, he's just like, ooh.
1: <laughs> yeah, then Dr. John Seward gives her blood... Um, they all agree not to tell Arthur so he still feels special. Okay. Meantime, Van Helsing is putting garlands of garlic everywhere in her room, which smells amazing. Ugh.
0: Um
1: he's not explaining this to anyone, but he's smart and Dutch and everyone kinda goes along with it.
0: He's just like it it just It works. smells nice. <laughs> <less>. It works <laughs> That's the Dutch accent. It works <laughs>
1: Unfortunately, one night Lucy's mom walks into her room and is like, "Wow, it stinks in here!" <laughs> so she chucks out all the garlic and leaves the window wide open to get her oh, some fresh air, and of course, some fresh vampire molestation. So.
0: Oh my God, Cassandra.
1: Well, vamp- some vamp- fresh vampire shenanigans.
0: There you go, hijinks. Hijinks.
1: <laughs> it's, wh- it's fun. It's whimsical.
0: <laughs> it's whimsical. It's not rape. Don't worry about it.
1: <laughs> they transfuse blood it to isn't her rape. again. To stop her from dying, oh and they God. tell her mom to please not interfere with her treatment again. Four days go by, <laughs> and she's fine. Meantime, Renfield attacks the doctor and cuts his wrist um, and licks up the blood and rants, The blood is life, over and over and over again.
0: Okay, why is Renfield escaping his fucking room? Just keep him in there. What's happening?
1: <laughs> I think the doctor went in to see him in his room when this happened, but either way. Also, a wolf has escaped from the zoo, so there's that.
0: There's a zoo back then already? Yeah. Damn. There's only been zoos. It's Jacob Black. I can't believe Winona Ryder has to choose between (laughs) a human, a werewolf, and a vampire. There's no... Oh, I guess there's humans in Twilight, but they're kind of lame. Like Mike. Mike. Mm -hmm. Uh, Charlie. Do you remember when they go on that awful, like, movie date thing, and both their hands are, like, open, waiting for Bella to, like, hold one of them.
1: <laughs> no.
0: God, that was terrible. Oh my gosh. But, uh, anyway, yeah.
1: On the night of the wolf's escape, Lucy wakes, frightened by a flapping at the window and a howling outside. Her mom comes in, also scared by the noise, and gets under the covers with her. Suddenly, the wolf leaps into the room, shattering the window. What? Mid-fatal heart attack, mm. Lucy's mom tears the wreath of garlic from Lucy's neck and then dies. Um, as you will when you're having I, a fatal heart attack. Yeah.
0: Four- I always try mm. to make sure I rip off my daughter's garlands of garlic too before <laughs> yeah. I pass away. It's,
1: you know, you gotta remember those.
0: It's gaudy. Yeah. <laughs> That's gaudy. You gotta,
1: you gotta. Four household maids enter, horrified at the sight of their dead mistress, and go calm themselves with wine in the dining room. But the wine is drugged and they all pass out. So Lucy's fucked. Fuck! Yeah.
0: <laughs> Sounds about right. Oh, right, right, Like, right. to them drinking the wine, but then they got roofied. Yeah. So that's not don't good. Don't drink the wine. Who, who, who roofied the fucking wine? Dracula? I don't know.
1: Um, Van Helsing and the doc arrive on the scene. Lucy's neck is mangled and she's on the edge of death again. Now it's the American Quincy Morris' turn to give blood.
0: (laughs) Like, the the people that she rejected, they're like, um, so. (laughs)
1: He asks, uh, what has become of all the blood that has already been transferred to Lucy? (laughs) To which I assume Van Helsing quickly changes the subject. Arthur comes back and his presence cheers (laughs) Lucy up. During Lucy's last couple days, Doc. She dies. Oh no. Doc Seward notices a bat flapping at her window. She starts pushing away the garlic as she sleeps. Oh no. On September 20, the wounds on Lucy's neck have disappeared. She's near the end of her life. The doctors awaken
0: Arthur to say bye bye.
1: It is weirdly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You were too drunk to be writing this to say bye bye. (laughs) <laughs> just like red wine and you're like <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness Cassandra
1: in a weirdly seductive voice she asks him to kiss her but as he leans down Van Helsing stops him And then says okay you can kiss her but only on the forehead
0: <laughs> <laughs> no mouth action
1: <laughs> there's gentlemen present <laughs> when Lucy is dead she seems to recover oh. the beauty that her illness took from her She seems, ironically, more alive than she did when she was alive. Lucy is buried in garlic. (laughs) Sorry, in, like, garlic garlands, not, like, in garlic.
0: (laughs) (laughs) She's got... Is the rest of this like this? Just you (laughs) drunkenly going, eh, bye-bye, garlic bitch. Like, what (laughs) is going on?
1: (laughs) Um... (laughs) And they put a crucifix in her mouth. Um, I don't think Van Helsing has explained Ooh. this to anyone yet. It just They just seem to be going along with it, though.
0: I know. Does anyone get a question? I'm like, hey, doc, I just got a <laughs> question. He's like, silence, I am Dutch. <laughs> I am smart. My name sounds super cool. Uh,
1: Van Helsing tells a confused Dr. Seward that after the funeral, they must cut off Lucy's head and take out her heart.
0: Oh, Okay. And he's
1: like, I'm confused. Sure. <laughs> the next day, however, Van Helsing discovers that someone has stolen the crucifix from the body and tells Seward that they will have to wait before doing anything more.
0: Why? What?
1: Van Helsing asks Holmwood for Lucy's personal papers, her diaries and letters and stuff, hoping that they will provide a clue as to the cause of her death.
0: Vampires.
1: Mm, that's just all, every page just has vampires. Vampires. <laughs> vampires or like in the papers there's like an envelope and it says clue on it and then you open it up and it just says vampires
0: and it's just vampires
1: (laughs) (laughs) Mina writes in her diary that in London she and Jonathan ran into a weird tall man with a black mustache and a beard um, which freaked Jonathan out later he forgets all about it this prompts Mina to read Jonathan's diary though to find out what the hickety heck is going on with him
0: oh she cracks the wax
1: she does Mina then gets a telegram that Lucy has died, followed by a cutting from a local paper that multiple children have been abducted in Hampstead Heath by a strange woman children call the Bloofer Lady. Mm. I don't know why. Bloofer?
0: The what lady?
1: Bloofer. (laughs) B-L-O-O-F-E-R. Don't know. When the Uh. children are found, though, they have weird wounds in their necks. Mina is horrified by Jonathan's journal, as we were.
0: (laughs) As we were in the first act.
1: (laughs) Van Helsing, having heard about Mina's involvement with Lucy's sleepwalking from Lucy's letters and diary and stuff, um, comes to visit her to do some investigating. She's so impressed with him that she gives him Jonathan's diary to read also. So Van Helsing's, like, getting all these pieces of the puzzle. And Van Helsing confirms that Jonathan is not crazy, which cures Jonathan's amnesia, so that's nice.
0: (laughs) He's like, I remember.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Van Helsing's like, you're not crazy. And he's like, now that you mention it. (laughs) Well, then i to take you. Having heard about the bloofer lady, Van Helsing concludes that it must be Lucy who is responsible for the marks on the children's necks and tells Dr. John Seward so. He's like, no way. And Van Helsing is like, yes, (laughs) (laughs) ve.
0: Did you write that down phonetically as well? Yes, Yeah, Yeah, I did.
1: (laughs) <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, you were drunk. Alright, keep wise. going.
1: They visit one of the wounded children and find the marks on his neck are identical to Lucy's. That night they open Lucy's coffin. It's empty. Bruh. Bruh. Seward is like, Bruh Wow, a lot of grave robbers <laughs> this time of year <laughs> <laughs> And Ben Helsing is like, You idiot, she's a sexy vampire prowling in night time.
0: Bruh. Again, that means yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> near dawn. Seward witnesses a white streak Moving between the trees really fast He and Mm -hmm. Van Helsing approach To find a child lying nearby Um, They find Lucy back in her coffin Radiantly beautiful And Seward finally gets on board With the whole vampire idea Van Helsing says It's stake through the heart o'clock But they gotta get the other lads on board first For some
0: reason Why? I don't know Let's do it
1: Friendship Holmwood is initially opposed to mutilating his fiance's corpse, um, but mm. finally agrees to accompany them to the graveyard. Peer pressure.
0: He's like, all right, let's fucking stab her, whatever.
1: <laughs> let's desecrate her. But Lucy's grave is empty again. Ooh. Ooh. Van Helsing mm-hmm. seals the door of the tomb with communion wafers.
0: <laughs> sure. Like,
1: just shoving them in the crack. He and has- <laughs> he's like
0: all right keep going um to it's so prevent juicy.
1: lucy from re-entering eventually a figure appears dressed in white funeral garb and carrying a child it's lucy or rather a sexy monster that looks like lucy with eyes unclean and full of hellfire and a mouth stained oh, with fresh blood so nice. she tries to seduce arthur into coming with her she's like hey baby remember me hey baby it's me i'm all hot and sexy Um,
0: she already was hot and sexy but now i guess she's like (laughs) dangerous so kind of like
1: yeah van helsing brandishes a crucifix and is like bros before (laughs) hoes did you write that down
0: yeah i did cassandra who are you (laughs) (laughs) bros before hoes so she recoils
1: obviously from the crucifix and van helsing moves the communion wafers so she slips through the door of her tomb they return the following evening and stake her. Arthur does it because he's so in love. Um, and she oh. returns to a state of beauty, and Van Helsing is like, good job on saving her soul. But he's also like, we are not done yet. Right, <laughs> Dracula's obviously still out there. Van Helsing urges everyone to come and stay with John Seward at the Lunatic Asylum. You know, fun fun little getaway with John at the at Asylum. At the
0: Lunatic Asylum, sure, yep. Yeah. That's okay.
1: Um, Mina offers to transcribe Seward's phonograph journal with her typewriting skills, um, and and notes its account of Lucy's two deaths. <laughs> um, so she's up to speed. Seward reads the Harker journals in the meantime, so they like swap journals basically, um, and he realizes for the first time that Dracula is his neighbor. Ooh. yeah,
0: I really love it if someone wrote a book about like reading my journals, and it's just like. It's... <laughs> they're just too sad to read
1: (laughs) they're just like (laughs) I can't even
0: read them
1: no one wants to write journals when they're happy you just want to live that's true so that's why journals are always sad because you only want to write when you're sad
0: that's true when you're happy you're too busy like being happy out there but when you're you're sad you're in here and you're just like your diary you would not believe what happened today a vampire a
1: vampire bit me so we're all staying at the lunatic asylum um reading each other's journals so Seward <laughs> makes <a> fun
0: sleepover
1: <laughs> Seward makes a connection to Renfield's weird behavior
0: Finally. um
1: everyone is developing a crush on Mina for being so like sensible and virtuous she's Julie Andrews everyone's like wow she's she's great
0: where the fuck is Keanu Reeves he's like that's he's my wife <laughs>
1: He's using his solicitor powers to research the boxes of earth that were shipped from Transylvania to England. He's trying to locate okay. them all. He discovers that all 50 were delivered to the chapel at Carfax, um, but some have moved elsewhere in the recent weeks.
0: Ooh, ooh, ooh.
1: Curious, Mina asks Dr. Seward if she can visit Renfield, and he's like, sure, because there are no rules in the 1890s. Yeah, that's true. Um, He frantically swallows all his bugs before she arrives, like you'd clean your house
0: before a date. (laughs) He's just like, shove them all. He's like, this is so embarrassing. I'm so sorry. I didn't have a chance to clean up. He's just like.
1: He doesn't have like blankets to put them under.
0: That's so gross. Okay, keep going.
1: But he's nice and polite to her and they get along. Van Helsing catches up with everybody at the asylum. Pleased to see that Seward's diaries and letters have been typed and placed In order he compliments Mina on her work but hopes she will not uh, she'll be spared a role in the violent business before them the destruction of the vampire he notes is quote no part for a woman
0: (laughs) he obviously hasn't watched Vampire Diaries
1: (laughs) (laughs) he gives everyone a pep talk um, on taking on the count he says that such creatures are immortal and immensely strong. This is kind of where we get like a laundry list of what vampires can do and are.
0: What are, um, did, you, did you write them down?
1: Yes. So nice. immortal, immensely strong, have command over various animals and the elements. So like stormy storms and fogs and stuff. Um, they can vanish and change form at will. So he can turn into a bat and all you know all that stuff. However, they also have certain weaknesses. He cannot survive without blood. Cannot enter a house unless summoned, unless invited. Um, He loses his power at daybreak. I don't think he dies in the sun, because I think they saw him on the street in London in the sun, but he doesn't have any powers.
0: Oh, okay. Um,
1: Although, oh wait, they must seek shelter in the earth or a coffin. So at some point, they need to do that. Um, Yeah, and it's special earth. I don't know why it
0: has to be special earth.
1: It's from their homeland, I think. It's from where they were created. Mm. Yeah, But they are powerless before crucifixes, communion wafers, and other Catholic holy objects. So that's our vampire. Garlic. And garlic. So step one, track down his dirt.
0: (laughs) I thought you were going to bring out, like, a visual aid. just Like Like,
1: like a PowerPoint. That would be amazing. The entire company asks to see Renfield for whatever reason. He makes a remarkably rational and passionate plea to be released at once in order to avoid terrible consequences. Steward says, no way, Jose. And the men go to Carfax.
0: No way, Jose. Not in the 1890s. It would literally be, no way, Joseph. (laughs) Oh, that's a Bo Burnham joke, though. Yeah. Can't can't take credit for that (laughs) laugh.
1: So Carfax stinks, smells really bad And they find 29 of the original 50 boxes of earth To everyone's horror Mm. and disgust Rats begin to fill the chapel But they're able to whistle for dogs to chase away the rats So it's fine Then Helsing tries to quiz Renfield But to no avail Meanwhile Mina wakes up one night To find her window open Though she is certain that she had (gasps) closed it She stares out the window At the thin streak of white mist that seems to be alive she awakes to find a pillar of cloud in her room.
0: Where the fuck is Keanu Reeves? Um,
1: doing solicitor things.
0: It's nighttime.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Um, she sees, a, they sleep in separate rooms. Very virtuous. She sees a livid white face bending over her. Um, but she assumes she dreamed it. Renfield is found lying in his cell covered in blood and admits to the men that Dracula wow. visited him, promising him lots of living creatures from which to gain strength. Later, when Mina visited him, Renfield noticed her paleness and realized that Dracula had been, quote, taking the life out of her. That night, <laughs> the Count had That's just. That's just Ganner they just fighting
0: all the time. <laughs> You're taking <laughs> the life out of me. <laughs>
1: That night, the Count had slipped into his room and violently flung him to the floor. Unknown to the rest of them, oh. before escaping the asylum, the Count had one last visit to the lunatic, breaking his neck and killing them, killing him.
0: Oh, Renfield. However,
1: for the moment, the four men are rushing upstairs to the Harker's room. Finding it locked, they break down the door on a terrible scene. Jonathan lies unconscious. Mina kneels on the edge of the bed, and the Count stands over her as she drinks from a wound on his breast. Dracula right. turns on the yeah, his booby. Dracula turns on the intruders. Um his eyes aflame with devilish passion, but Van Helsing um like throws a communion wafer at him,
0: count retreats. <laughs> just
1: I <laughs> feel eh. <laughs> like get a card throwing like, <laughs> <"Yeah."> <laughs> Um so the count so, wait, how's
0: how's Cameron Reeves? He's dead.
1: He's unconscious.
0: And Mina's a fucking vampire now apparently. Yeah, pretty much. Suckling on his titty. Alright, here we go
1: He turns into vapor and escapes under the door Morris chases the vapor to see a bat Flying away from Carfax So he's out there He's also torn apart the study In an attempt to destroy their research and diaries And stuff Little did he know that Mina had typed up duplicates And kept them in a safe Because she's a smart gal
0: She's the fucking best
1: She is Mina tells everyone the Count threatened to kill Jonathan if Mina made a sound. He drank blood from her throat, telling her it was not the first time he had done so. Then he, you know, did the whole slice his chest open. Made her drink from his cut. Um.
0: Sure. yeah, Blood plate, whatever.
1: And he mocks his pursuers and assures Mina that he would make her quote, flesh of my flesh. So he's turning her into a vampire.
0: Stop it!
1: Um. Now it's on like Donkey Kong.
0: Okay, you were really drunk. I, yeah. I think we should just call it a day. We're getting there. <laughs> I think we should just quit while we're barely ahead.
1: <laughs> Harker's solicitor powers reveal that two houses in London were the destination of the other boxes of dirt. Harker um, and his compatriots go to... I didn't write this. <laughs> they go back to Kovacs the next day. Oh, and they put a communion wafer in each of Dracula's boxes of earth, rendering them unfit for the vampire's habitation. It's like leaving. It's like, so a- funny because it's just
0: one wafer, and he's like, oh.
1: It's like if, like if you put a cat poop in there, you'd be like, oh, earth, can't use it now. It's like a turd. <laughs> Before they leave Mina behind to go to the Count's other houses, Van Helsing seals Mina into her room with communion wafers, and he touches her forehead with one of them, actually burns her and leaves, like, a communion wafer-shaped scar. (laughs) Um, Which makes her very upset. She starts crying and calling herself unclean. Um, You know, as you would. Um, Morris and Holmwood, which is autocorrected to Hollywood. (laughs) Uh, So those two head off to the London house, and Jonathan and Van Helsing take the house in Piccadilly. After doing all this stuff, they realize that one box is missing. Ooh, so they've gotten rid of all of his boxes, except one. Mina sends a message to them that Dracula has left Carfax, and the men anticipate that he will arrive in Piccadilly soon to try to protect his boxes. They hide, wait for him, he arrives, um, they try to ambush him, he leaps out a window and escapes. Van Helsing realises that Mina has a connection to the Count now, and he hypnotises her, which allows her to sort of see what the Count is doing, and allows them to track him to an extent. So she indicates... Um, she hears noises of sea travel. So he's on the run. He's out of England. So he's trying to he's probably headed back to Castle Dracula. Um they decide to pursue him there because if they don't kill him, Mina will transform into a vampire, right? Oh.
0: So if, if they, they kill, kill him, him she she'll won. just be human yeah. and fine. Yeah. Okay.
1: Van Helsing's um bros. Discover that the Count has boarded a ship named the Tsarina Catherine, which is bound for Varna, the same Russian port from which Dracula sailed three months before. Mm. So even though it takes longer to travel to Castle Dracula by sea than over land, it's, like, safer for him. He's less likely to be bothered in his little box, right? He's less likely to be discovered. So that's why he's doing it. So they think they can catch up with him if they travel over land. This time they have to bring Mina along because a telepathic connection to the Count might come in useful. She convinces them to take her. It
0: could, yeah. Yeah.
1: Before they leave, though, Mina asks the group to pledge that they will, for the sake of her soul, kill her if she should transform into a vampire. And they all solemnly do so. They take the Orient Express, headed for Varna, where they learn that Dracula has actually given them the runaround and has docked in the port of Galatz instead.
0: Ah... Gat'em
1: Gat'em They get on a train to Galatz Van Helsing realises Mina's connection might go both ways Helping the count avoid them Which makes sense, it's Voldemort All over again When they get to Galatz, it's revealed a businessman Named Emmanuel Hildeschein Picked up the box and passed it to a trader Named Petrov Skinsky. Shortly thereafter, Skinsky's Ooh. body Was found in a graveyard with his throat torn out So Just, count, just count things So now the Count could have taken any one of a number of routes to the castle, so the group splits up and spreads out. Mina and Van Helsing take a train, Holmwood and Harker hire a steamboat, and Seward and Morris travel across the countryside on horseback. Oh. Van Helsing... That
0: sounds fun. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Van Helsing hopes to get to the castle before Dracula. He might be able to, like, purify the place before the Count even arrives.
0: Um, Do we get any backstory on why Van Helsing knows all this vampire nonsense?
1: Not really. He's just... He's a professor. He studies stuff. He's Dutch. Just
0: vampire stuff. Just
1: vampire stuff. He's smart. During their journey up the river, Jonathan and Arthur hear of a large double-crewed boat ahead of them and figure that this vessel must be Dracula's mode of transport. As Mina... And Van Helsing reached the border go Pass, um, which you'll remember from where Jonathan was in the first act, where he was picked up by that carriage. Um, by the dope carriage, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember.
0: The th- and the other travelers were like,
1: just hang out with us. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: We're in a hostel.
1: <laughs> the three female vampires who visited Jonathan months before reappear.
0: Oh, yeah, they're sexy. Yeah. I oh, know they are. And
1: they're like, trying to tempt Van Helsing and Mina to come with them. Um, and they literally frighten the horses to death. The horses just like pass away.
0: Passed away? Oh, God.
1: Van <laughs> Helsing leaves Mina asleep within the circle of holy wafers. Um,
0: <laughs> he's got so many of them.
1: <laughs> he's, he's got like a big knapsack, but it's just full of holy wa like communion wafers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you can buy like a. Like if you've seen Ladybird, there's like this big container of them and they're just like eating out of it, which is kind of like. An unrealized childhood dream of mine Because I always mm. thought they tasted kind of fun Yeah So I wouldn't mind eating a few wafers <laughs> I don't want them to be like blessed though Just like the unblessed versions <laughs> Like fresh out of the um unblessed What oven. if
1: it tastes good because it's blessed though? What if it's Jesus?
0: I'll try one of each and then make it You best. know like a taste test <laughs> Can you taste which one is blessed? <laughs> <laughs> which one's Pepsi? Which one's Coke? I don't know
1: I need like Van Helsing like Osmina. He's like Can I uh You got any food Mina? She's like what's in your (laughs) knapsack? Didn't you bring any?
0: (laughs) It seems to me that you just have a lot of wafers And (laughs) you just don't want to share them
1: So they get to the castle the next afternoon Or he gets to the castle the next afternoon With Mina sort of in this circle of holy wafers So Van Helsing finds (laughs) the tombs Of the three female vampires And almost can't kill them because they're so hot But he does Damn it okay van helsing then finds a tomb um quote more lordly than the rest and nobly proportioned the tomb is inscribed with count dracula's name um no first name So <laughs> i don't know what his first name is <laughs> glad it's count count oh <laughs> he's he's count count dracula
0: no he's not a count that's just his name <laughs> And he just coasted off it. He's like, fucking life hack, guys. <laughs> if your first name is like, sir, or like... Lord. Um, what's a... Lord.
1: Smart, smart. So the professor cleanses the tomb with communion wafers and seals the castle doors with wafers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the, fucking, the wafers are the real MVP yeah. of the story.
1: <laughs> um, to forever deny the count entry. That goes really well for them. Mina.
0: How do you kill the sexy verifiers? Just. Yeah, stick them, them,
1: cut off the head, I think is the way they do it. So, Mina and Van Helsing leave the castle and travel east, hoping to meet the others. Um, There's heavy snowfall and wolves howl everywhere. You know how Dracula had those wolves that you could just make make them do stuff. Um, At sunset, they see a large cart on the road below them, driven by um, gypsies. Apparently, and loaded with a box of earth. Oh. Yeah.
0: We know who's in there.
1: Yeah. From a remote location. Dirt man himself.
0: (laughs) Keep going.
1: Yeah. From a remote location, Mina and Van Helsing watch Seward, Morris, Harker, and Holtwood close in on the gypsies and they have like like a cool man, manly man standoff. With the sun rapidly sinking, and they the gypsies are like defending the cart, and they attack, and they get onto it, and they fling the box to the ground. They pry open the lid, and the count's in there, and he's like, (laughs) (laughs) but he can't do anything because it's yeah. (laughs) Um,
0: Let's get an edit of um, like Dracula out of the coffin, but it's Twink's (laughs) face
1: from her vantage point mina sees dracula's hateful expression turn to a look of triumph because the sun's about to go down but then harker slashes through his throat and morris plunges a knife into his heart and dracula dies and his body crumbles to dust Um, but before it does mina notes in his face is a look of peace like they've saved his soul by doing that or something (laughs) all right quincy morris turns out to be the only expendable character and dies of a wound God, <laughs> <Do> you-, <laughs> um,
0: you were just J-J done died. at this point, drunk and done.
1: <laughs> but before he dies, he notes that the scar has vanished from Mina's forehead and that she's fine by Jesus again. So that's yay. In a little postscript written by Jonathan seven years later, we learn that he and Mina have a son named Quincy, um, after the dead dude. And both Seward and Holmwood are happily married now, as is their reward for being such good dudes. And that is the end of the story.
0: <laughs> ah, loved it. You loved it. It Was, Good. It was fun. Um, it was really like it? how drunk you got in the end, really <laughs> showing through. How?
1: Uh huh. Yeah. Takeaways no, from fun. Dracula. I didn't realize it was
0: told in like different mediums, like yeah. like found footage. So that was kind of fun. Like how Jonathan's diary just stops, and you're like, <gasps> Get a Reeves, are you? <laughs> And yeah. then um, through transcripts, was it like fun for you to read slash listen to, or would you have preferred a more straightforward like story? No, I like
1: yeah, I lo- no, I love the storytelling method. I would say that it's funny before before reading it this time. I think I've read the first two thirds of the book like three times, and I always oh. got bored in the last third. <laughs> and stopped. but that's
0: when it's it's like what did you say what horrible thing did you say oh it's on like Donkey Kong at that point
1: <laughs> but and I don't know It bored? just the spoopiness goes away and it suddenly becomes an adventure story I guess
0: oh yeah whereas
1: like the first section with Jonathan in Transylvania and then the second section where Lucy is kind of um you know in Whitby on the cliffs and stuff those, mm. those I think are the really iconic moments in the book um and I think people could, like, if you ask some random person on the street, like, what happens in Dracula, they could tell you events from the book from those sections. But I don't think a lot of people could tell you how it ends. Um, maybe I'm projecting. Who
0: are these people you're asking? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I think, like, all the iconic stuff, I guess, <laughs> happens in the first first two thirds of the story. But yeah, I guess that what I love about it is that it's so...
0: What? Gothic?
1: Yeah. It's C's like, you know, it's, it's, it's you know, being iconic it's also good. Like,
0: <laughs> I guess <laughs> being iconic is also good. Sandy Widom,
1: But, you know, like I guess you, there are other iconic um or classic or, or you know, kind of stories that that maybe are are seminal or or formative or have influenced a lot, but that in themselves aren't that fun. <laughs> you know whereas Dracula oh, I think, I think is really fun the whole way well not the whole way through but like it has a lot of really cool fun stuff and it's really well written and um
0: you didn't hear my uh no, I then didn't classic literature burn what was it I said oh you mean Frankenstein
1: yeah <laughs> yeah true there's a lot of navel gazing in that one whereas Dracula's way more I guess of an action story
0: mm mm-hmm. mhm
1: it was like it was made to be a movie in a lot of ways <laughs> Sam just punched it. the air.
0: <laughs>
1: she did a bit of freestyle karate. Oh my
0: goodness. Yeah. Like Dracula. What did you think
1: of Dracula as a character, as a
0: villain? Um Is he meant to be sexy?
1: I don't think so in this version. I think he's meant to be, a bit, no, I think he's meant to be a bit intimidating to and scary. And when when he does things that kind of have sexual connotations, it's meant to disgust you. So, like, when oh. he has Mina lapping up his blood for a mustache, you're supposed to be like, ew, rather than, like, "Ooh."
0: <laughs> well, you know me, I love a good sexy vampire, so I'm against yeah. this vampire bias. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll do yeah, anything I mean, for a sexy I don't think vampire. Vampires
1: were, well, I mean, maybe we'll do Carmilla at some point because that was one of the precursors to this, um, and that's, like, famously the lesbian vampire.
0: What? Car- yeah. Carmen, what? Carmilla. I've never even heard of it but lesbian vampires, I'm so fucking Yeah, it's also by an
1: Irish guy actually. Um, Sheridan Sheridan It turns out to be Irish. I always thought he was French for some reason. It, it was the like Fanu. <laughs>
0: you know um, Irish last names, they're just Mac something.
1: Mac my- <laughs> Yeah, true. Oh, apparently Bram is short for Abraham, which kinda makes sense. <laughs> I always thought Bram. Bram was a really weird name. Bram Stoker.
0: I could respect Bram more. It's kind of like Bram.
1: Bram, what's up? Yeah.
0: Bram. (laughs) These
1: are the first vampire diaries, you might say.
0: Oh my god, stop it. Oh. You haven't even watched the show. No, Stop I it! Oh, it's amazing. I don't think you'd like it. That's too dramatic. No, it's I not love as... that
1: stuff. I love it. I love, <laughs> I love, I love stuff. <laughs> <laughs>